Hello, this is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknown. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of the Historically Haunted Show live right here at Paranormal King Radio Network. We're streaming live on a lot of platforms. Um, we'll be up tomorrow on Spotify and YouTube, but there are a lot of people in chat right now. Hello, Earl Morgan, um, Nicole, Charles Fulton, George Cannon, The King, Witch in Nature, or Witch in, I'm sorry, Witch in Life Guide, Bruce Hartley, and Alex, all in chat. There's links on Facebook for that. Go to uh, Paranormal King Radio Network on Google. Tonight, um, like I told you guys before, I started a show, Love, Light, and the Paranormal. I didn't start a show, but my first show was a co-host, Reverend Jay. And I did a couple episodes, and we and I, one of my guests was my next guest now, Medium Kenneth Drake. He, uh, it's been a year since I talked to him. I mean, I do on Facebook, of course, everything's been hectic. Um, but you guys are in for a treat. This is for, uh, I'm going to, I usually don't warn people, but if you guys uh, aren't into dark stuff, he's seen things. He's seen stuff, and we're going to get right into that. So it's a little dark tonight. For you kids that can't handle it, you, you be, put your big boy pants on, because I'm introducing to you, Mr. Medium Kenneth Drake. How are you, my brother? Oh, Adam, thank you so much. Adam, the legend himself. Ah! <laughs> Man, thank you so much <laughs> for having me tonight. It's an honor to be here. And thank you to Paranormal King Radio Network for having me. The, the king himself, Ross, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's uh, I, I, I know I, I've told you this before, Adam, but if, if anyone deserves this spotlight that you're getting you, you you deserve that so congratulations on the new show i'm just i'm honored to be here with you i really appreciate that you've been um not, not really a supporter but a, a friend you've reached out to me when i get my car accident you've reached out to me on times are bad and you've had your own times you're human too and uh and, and we've been in it kind of together this whole run we've seen our ups and downs together um of course i never met you in person not yet anyway and you're going to be going on a tour soon and, and stuff like that. We'll talk about that shortly. But I just want to talk about the man that you are. You have been nothing but supportive and nice. And people that know you, that I talk to, oh, you're having Ken on this week? They are just – people love you, man. Uh, you leave a path of positivity and light wherever you go. And I got to ask you, have you always been this way? Of course you're human. You have your ups and downs. But have you always had this inner – the innerness that you have that just shines through? Well, if, if, if they support me, it's, I, I, have, I have to pay them for good compliments. <laughs> it's all a lie. I'm really, <laughs> yeah. It's not that good. No, I, it, you know, I, with what I do, I get, to, I get to meet so many people and connected with people over the years and just readings or mediumship or uh, para, even paranormal cases, and it, it never gets old. And one thing that I 
I, I share with people, whether it's people in uh, cases or clients or people that I get to connect with through mediumship is, you know, I, I use this example sometimes. If you think about going to see a ventriloquist, you know, with a, a dummy and they're making the dummy come to life, I, I feel like in some way, you know, when you go to to see a ventriloquist, who really deserves the credit for what they do? Who deserves the credit for the show? Is it the ventriloquist or the dummy? And I sometimes use the example that all all these years I've just been the dummy, and it's the voices behind the scenes in the spirit world that bring me to life <laughs> all these years. Yeah. So if there's anything good about me, it's it's the spirit, and, and I, I mean that. I couldn't do what I do without that connection. And so to all the people that I've gotten to connect with over the years, I'm I'm honored to do what I do. So if you're out there and we've met or we haven't met, uh, most of all, thank you for putting up with me all these years. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with my crazy psychotic ass. Oh, it's funny. You're very humble. And I don't want to say you beat yourself up, but you definitely are your own critic. Uh, worst critic, I should say. Um, but, um, oh, okay, so I just shared the picture of you and um, Alexandria. Is I say her name right? Alexandria? Right. Yes. Yes. Alexandria Saar. Yes. Okay. The evening Powerful of meetership. Evening of my favorite. Yeah. She's amazing. I'm actually going to have her on in about a month. She's gonna be my guest. She talked to me. And of course you're both going to be on my oh, podcast. Yeah. She's, she's really hard to pin down with all of her events that she's doing. And I, I know she's so excited to be, to be a part of this too. She, she thinks the world of you. We both do. Uh, oh, everyone you, that I know. Dude, every time me and Heather post a picture there, there you are. We're like, Oh, what a great couple. I'm like this guy, Kenneth, is just, um, I don't know, you're amazing. And the things that you do, um, it's weird that some people come at you with backlash, um, but you 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 put a wall up to your haters and you just don't let it break through, do you? Well, you know, one thing that I, and I'm still learning, uh, even uh, after all these years of doing this, I'm personally still learning. One thing that I, I've seen is with my background, where I come from, of course, I'm still learning and you know, everyone I, I think has a, a piece of the puzzle, no matter where you're at in the paranormal world or if you're new to the paranormal. I, I feel everyone has this piece. We're all learning together. But there's this misconception, I think, in spiritualism, which if I were to uh, identify uh, religiously, that would, that's how I would identify myself as a spiritualist and mediumship and seance. That's how I, I think of that as uh, just an extension of my personal belief. So it's why I do what I do. But there's this misconception, I think, uh, that it's all just love and light. It's all just sunshine and rainbows. And I think it's dangerous to have that idea because you know, people are dying. There are people that are having these experiences and they don't know what to do with those experiences. And so if I can do anything and maybe a small part of helping to maybe shed light on some of those darker things, or at least through the process, say, as horrifying as these encounters are, you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're not losing your mind. These experiences are happening for a reason. In fact, I was speaking to someone just, just yesterday when, uh, and, and thank you again for having me tonight, Adam, because when, Oh, my pleasure. Ken. You my pleasure. Me, I, I don't get to do this very often these days. Uh, so when this opportunity came up, I just, I wanted to do just, be a part of it with you. But a lot of backlash about this because so many people that have connected with me over the years, whether it was some of the uh, 
those late night psychic infomercials from, from the nineties, you know, the Miss Cleo kind of where I got my start at 25 years ago in that world, in the industry, a lot of people are convinced that it's just love and light. And so when I venture into talking about some of the darker things, I get a lot of backlash on that, but this is my message to people. And if, if, if you, I tell people, whether it's students in mediumship or people that are seeing me, at a live event or just connecting with me over the phone is as horrifying as the experiences are as dark as the experiences are. The spirit world has no interest in horrifying you. The spirit world is calling you. The spirit world is calling you to do something great in this world. And that's the perspective that I find just in my life that gives the most power. There's not any entity in existence that can combat that when people know who they are you can go up against anything so when i get criticism and i get a lot i think i have a lot more enemies these days than friends but i just tell them to fuck off because we're in this together i'm not better than anyone in the industry i've been at it for a long time but you know the truth is i think people need to see that we're not alone in this yeah that's i mean yeah and that's well put i liken it to uh, basically saying, moving into a house and go, uh, let's put a fence up. Well, why? We have kids. Okay. Well, it's a nice neighborhood. Well, yes, but people are pedophiles and people are kidnappers. That sounds bad and evil, but sometimes you have to not embrace the darkness or the bad, but you got to be aware of it. If you think everything's kitty mm-hmm. cats, rainbows, and ice cream, you're going to get fucking fucked over in life. You're going to get stolen from. If you put a sign up going, our house is gun free and we, you know, we leave our doors unlocked because we love God and we love you. You're going to get fucking robbed, dude. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. you know, so true. yeah, so I liken that to demons. They're not everywhere, everywhere, but we know some shit gets scary and um, mm-hmm. who are you going to call? You need people that have been through that. That, that It's almost like, you know, we're here to believe you and that's where you come in. And I think well, someone, is that fair? I love the way you said that, Adam, the awareness, the awareness. And I know you and I have talked about this over the past year. Some is, and I, and I have to say, and I want to just, if I may brag on you and, and brag on Ross behind the scenes for even doing what you do, because, you know, you bring such a credibility to even the locations, the history behind it, and the energy of the location. That's something that a lot of people just aren't able to do or don't do. And for you to even have the passion to do that, I think that's in some way the spirit world calling you. You've answered that call to wow. do that, to bring that knowledge to the world. And, and, and so even with what you bring to the table and with what Ross behind the scenes provides in this amazing platform for connecting so many people all over the world, it, it's, it's like a calling in some way, you know, it's being called by the spirit to do something. And, you know, I think of even this, this week of the tragedy that's just happened uh, just a few days ago. Of course, it's, it's not, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so common now. It's, it's almost so common that it doesn't phase us anymore. But I think of even experiences like that where, and, and there's the, there's the debate that we'll be having, as we always do, whether it's the political debate or the mental health debate, valid debates, and they should be had. But maybe it's time to have the spiritual debate, too, and finally have that spiritual discussion that we, as a people, just have never really had. These voices behind the scenes, what are they? What are they coming from? 
and even through the, whether it's mental illness or medical diagnoses, there's a sensitivity that some people have that these other voices are very, very drawn to. And I I couldn't do what I do and, and have the life that I have without hearing voices. So that's that's a life that I live. That's my cross to bear, and I've I I try to bear it as as best I can. Yeah. But these other voices, you know, they they exist as well. And I think by shedding light on that, to say regardless of what the diagnosis is, what are you opening yourself up to? These other what and I love what what the philosopher and the anthropologist Carlos Castaneda called quote the separate reality. When we think of psychosis and schizophrenia that break from reality, then there are so many of us that are so accustomed to three-dimensional reality. But what about this other reality? And for the people that are experiencing that, whether it's in their home, whether it's hearing voices, whether it's having paranormal encounters or things being thrown across the room, what is that energy? What's that stemming from? And what are those voices wanting from us? You know, then that, that calling, or I think we're all being called, but that awareness, I think it's important. And that's what you bring to the table, Adam, with what you do, the awareness of locations, the history behind so many of these, these powerful encounters. And so uh, the, the paranormal world needs you. I believe that. Wow. Um, I didn't pay him to say that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and, and, and honestly, I'm honored because I look up to people um, like you um, and so many others. I can't even name drop right now, but that's why I Ross gives me permission to get people, anybody I want. And I stray away from the TV, paranormal TV, fucking reality show stars. And I try to get people, you know me, I want the real deal shit. I'm not going to talk to someone just because they've been on a fucking, they read a script, Zach Baggins style. Mm. I want people that you and I, and we're going to get, we have a lot of time, and I'm sorry you can't see it, but the people in chat that are blowing up, people are saying, I got to get some questions. But real before I do, guys, hang in there, chat. Thank you. Um, yeah, dude, seriously, the honor is mine. I, I have guests, and half the time they almost forget they're on, and you have been publicizing it and sharing it, talking about it, and, and spreading your word. And you're a busy, busy cat. You ha- you were just about an hour ago doing a live <laughs> uh, yeah. Facebook event. Yeah, we just, just did a uh, – well, I, this is going to be my uh, – well, it is it already is. I'm, I'm getting older, so this, this is my 25th <laughs> year of doing this. And announced last year that after this year, I'm going to be taking a step back. Now, I always tell people, whenever they hear me say that, uh, they think that that's just me vanishing away. It's it's not. I I tell people that retiring isn't vanishing away. It's just redirecting. So what that means is I won't be doing as many one-on-one clients or I won't be uh, touring as much. So when we announced that we would be doing uh, what for me will be a farewell tour after 25 years this fall, I wanted to have an event for people that would be able to be a part of it, maybe that couldn't travel or wouldn't be able to be in person. So we just did the virtual experience. Uh, I was so honored to be joined, joining uh, psychic medium Alexandria Sar, and it's it sold out. We just did that, uh, just finished that uh, about uh, 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> just coming out yes. of that, just, just a moment ago, it was incredible. I, sh- I shared on my group page, and I'm like, oh, damn, this guy's doing double duty tonight. He's got my show right after. I kind of felt bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so I got to get some questions. I'm sorry, Kenneth, real quick, because um, people are blowing up, and I love to be interactive. Um, first off, Nicole Gaspard. She's uh, she's actually a fellow psychic medium. She's got her own show, Haunted Real Connections, uh, here on Paranormal King every Wednesday, um, and she's actually mm. a Warren Legacy member like me as well. 
So welcome to Cole. Oh, wonderful. It's her birthday Monday. Happy birthday. She asked you, Kenneth, uh, have you ever seen demonic in actual form or just in dreams? Guys, Ken actually is an exorcist. He's participated in exorcisms. Um, but go ahead and answer, Ken. It's, it's, your show. it's yours, my oh, friend. That's, that's such a great question. And thank you to everyone that's joining us tonight. Uh, even though I can't see you where, where I'm at, thank you so much for being here. Nicole, uh, love and honor to you for what you do. I feel that <laughs> I, maybe it's just from coming from this event that I just finished a moment ago, but I still feel the power of the Spirit right here in my office. So, Nicole, I feel that from you. I love your energy oh, <laughs> already. So awesome. You. With the energy. Awesome. But I, I do. I uh, just finished a case. Well, this was last year, and uh, it's becoming more common now. I don't know if it's the timing or I don't know if it's just the sensitivity, but uh, I, I do see them in uh, in three dimensional form. Uh, of course, that never gets that never gets old <laughs> when that happens. Yeah. But would love to know more about your experiences also. Also I feel like we're in the end of days and I feel like the, the dead are just becoming more known and I feel like demons and just honestly, there's a lot of stuff going on. You must feel not just Corona, but you must be sensitive to the times. Of course, you know, um, Russia and all that stuff. You must feel that, right? Mm. In fact, Alexandria, just before the event uh, tonight, I was speaking with uh, psychic medium Alexandria Sar, and there's just something about this season and I'm sure I know you can really, in fact, you were just sharing with me, Adam, something, some things that you've been going through and you've just, you've just had your own personal breakthrough, something, a, a miracle, in fact, with this incredible Amen. new Thank home. You. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank but you, brother. You sharing Amen. that with me. And, you know, so many people from, from all over the world, not only here in the United States, from all over the world, when I get to connect with clients from the UK or from Canada, Europe, so many people, we're all in this together. And there's something about this season where Honestly, it's just it's just not an easy time to be in the world no. right now. Put it that way. No. And so, for all of you that are listening, for those of you that are joining us tonight, from from me to you, for for what it's worth, thank you for still being here. Thank you for choosing to be here with us. I'm glad you're here, because it's not an easy time to be here. But I do feel wow. that, and it's, it, there's a heaviness in it. But through that, too, I'm hearing so many, and it's, it's this great paradox, really, where as intense as the darkness is, there are more miracles that I'm seeing, more people being healed, physically healed, people having their lives changed in positive, powerful ways, even after horrifying encounters. <laughs> in fact, I was sharing this with you, Adam, who had probably one of my, well, one of the cases that I've, I get the most questions about is the case in Hyannis and this young girl. It was a tragic story of demonic entity and possession case and on the verge of suicide. And there were no medical diagnosis. There, there was no diagnosis. The church wanted no part of it. And so she was at the end of her life. And when her family reached out to us to be a part of that, and as dark as it was, as horrifying as it was, and it was absolutely horrifying. It changed me. I'll never be the same after that. But now she's one of the most powerful mediums I know at 13 years old, one of the most accurate <coughs> mediums I know. And that brings back to wow. something that I was sharing, and I shared it in the event tonight, that as horrifying as these experiences are, as dark as it gets, the spirit world is calling you to do something great. And I'm seeing that as time and time again. 
that no matter what people are going through, there's still so much hope. <laughs> and I love that's why I love doing what I do is I get to hear those stories behind the scenes of how they didn't think they could make it another day. And then some horrifying encounter with the spirit world happens. Doors are opening and closing, lights flashing, things being thrown across the fucking room. <laughs> it's horrifying, yeah. it's terrifying. But well, I was going to say, in that case, that, uh, uh, I'm not alone through this. You know, I'm not yeah. alone. And it changes their worldview. Well, I was going to say, not to cut you off, but that case you were talking about in Hyannis, Massachusetts, right? Was that, that, was, was that the levi- levitation case where you saw the person levitate? It was. It, it was. It wow. was. Uh, and I don't. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share anything you. I don't know how much of that you you would want me to share. But yes, that was a very oh, anything uh, you can. You it's know, fucking. It's this is rated R, brother. Share it all. <laughs> People uh, love that gory <laughs> shit. You know, I, I. You know, I have to be. I have to be honest. This is the first time I've actually shared the entire case on on radio. Before this is Ooh. the first time I've talked about it publicly. Pay attention, before. historians. Pay attention, historians. This give this man the floor. You're about to hear a first time story, right here first. Oh, we're talking to Medium Kenneth Drake, real quick. Medium Kenneth Drake. He's all over Facebook, all over Google. Medium Kenneth uh, Drake, D R A K E. Um, check him out. He's got a Facebook page. So yeah, go ahead. You're all good. So I'm in. Let me just back up for a moment. I. When I first received the, the email, uh, this is from, from my partner, uh, psychic medium Alexandria Saar, and which I know she'll, I'm sure she'll be sharing some of this from her perspective when she joins you uh, a little later in the summer. But when I first received the message, I, I have to be honest, Adam, it was one of those things where as many cases as I've done as an investigator, as a researcher myself, because I, I tell people I'm still a student myself and I, I'm still learning. But this was one of those situations where when I first read the email, I thought it was a joke, honestly, because it was so wow. extreme. It was, it was so extreme that I didn't even – I didn't believe it. Uh, even after all of these years of doing it, I didn't believe what the person was saying. And so they'd reached out to psychic medium Alexandria Saar to do a home clearing, and they sent the message to her. She forwarded it to me wanting uh, my thoughts on the message. And it was a single mother, uh, very, very dear friend, friend of ours now, single mother with a daughter who at the time was uh, 12 years old. And the sisters, the, the daughter, the 12-year-old daughter had a sister whose boyfriend had moved into their home and brought into the home what they thought was a collectible antique skull. That's what they were sharing with us in the email. So it's the skull. And they said that as soon as they brought the skull into the home, that very first night, shadow figures start appearing in their home from this skull. Now, when I read that, I'm, I'm very familiar with that type of energy. But within three days, it had progressed to the point where their 12 year old daughter was talking about. Uh, killing herself, committing suicide, and this mother reached out and she said, "This is not my daughter. I don't know what's happening. This is something wow. is definitely changing at home." And so we set up a consultation. This was, of course, I'm here in the South. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. She's in, uh, she's in Hyannis, 
as soon as we did the first initial, uh, it was through Zoom, Zoom or Skype. As soon as they come onto the screen, Adam, I, I, uh, I feel it right now when I say this. Furniture was moving in the home as we watched them on Zoom. I'm watching this happen. Wow. On Zoom is trying to have a conversation with me and something speaking through her in another voice as I'm talking to her on Zoom. So this mother, this dear mother, has no idea where to turn. Uh, she, Within that week's time, uh, they couldn't uh, get her into the specialist, uh, her church. They were raised uh, in the Roman Catholic tradition. Couldn't get... Uh, any sort of intervention from the church, couldn't get a home blessing. And so here we are just days away from what she thinks is the end of her daughter's life. So we're setting up travel plans to head to Hyannis. And and Adam, I kid you not, people think that I'm joking when I say this. So by this time, we've had a few conversations with the family. We go into the home. By this time, we're like friends or like, like family members to them walk into the home and it's like talking to a 12 year old girl. She's showing me her art, this incredible artwork. She's an amazing artist. She's talking about anime. And I like that too. We're talking about cosplay. She's talking about all of these great comic books. And then when it comes time to do the clearing in the home and we don't know what to expect, I speak directly to the entity and within 10 seconds, at least, Violent banging on walls, furniture moving, three-dimensional, full-bodied apparitions manifesting around around the mother. Within just a few seconds, the temperature in the room drops so dramatically fast, I can see my breath. It's like a scene from a movie, only it's not. I was going to say, it sounds like something from the Conjuring universe or fucking Amityville or something. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And I was thinking of the scene from The Exorcist when I, when I saw this. Oh, so it's one of those situations where even in 25 years, it's the things you hear about, but you never, you, I'll be honest, I never thought I would really be a part of that. You know, if you're a fan of horror like I am, and I grew up with being a horror fan. Yeah, buddy. You see that, you hear about that, you read about that, but you never, and you know it's real, you know it's real, but you never really think you'll be a part of that. So I'm watching this happen, and her voice changes right before my eyes, and she's hearing this voice speaking to her, speaking through her. So I ask her, I'm at this point, and and, and, and what we do, uh, we always make it a point, or we try to not address the entities directly. That's just just for our own peace of mind, <laughs> for our own sanity. Yeah. yeah. But I, I ask her, as I'm talking to this 12-year-old girl, I ask her, I said, as you're hearing this, how are you hearing this? You know, I say that as, a, as someone who teaches mediumship. Are you hearing this clairaudiently? In other words, are you just hearing this just in your, in your mind, clairvoyantly even, or even are you seeing things? How are you seeing this? How are you picking up on this? Are you hearing this? in your mind or are you hearing this like you're hearing my voice talking to you right now and she said i'm hearing it like i hear your voice and i said well what's he saying and she said he's telling you to go fuck yourself and if you try to get away from him he's going to kill you and kill your whole family so this is who just 10 minutes before this is showing me her art collection, showing me her comic book collection, talking about anime, talking about cosplay. 
So within that moment, it just and I felt and I when I I feel the power of the Spirit right now when I say this, Adam. I feel the power of the Spirit. There are people that need to know right now, even listening to this broadcast. When you know who you are, there's not a devil in hell that can stop you. When you know who you are, and when you know what you've been called to do, I don't care how dark it gets, you're always going to win. <laughs> you're going to win every single time. You have no choice but to win. And wow. here in the South, I'm, I'm from the South, we handle things a little differently down here where I'm at. We don't take kindly to being threatened and having our families threatened, whether it's from humans or from demons. And yeah. I said, who the hell do you think you're talking to? I'm a servant of the spirit world. I've given my entire life to the cause of the spirit. You have no power over me. I have power over you. And Adam, it didn't say another goddamn word. The whole time wow. I was there, it shut its fucking mouth. And not wow. only is she free today, but I promise you this, she's one of the most accurate mediums I've ever known in my life. <laughs> because she realized that what was brought in, and it's come to be known as the cursed relic, and was this skull that this sister's boyfriend brought into the home. I actually, in my office, I have one of only three photographs. I know I've shown this to you. You, uh, You've seen I have one one of three photographs in existence of this skull. I remember. Where she said that this entity was seducing her. So through this, there's there's actual levitation. And her her mother was documenting cases of where she she would wake up in the middle of the night and her daughter, watching her daughter being picked up out of her bed, thrown across the room. Ah, so, real. you know, it's it's one of those situations where I, I'll be honest, after it happened and after I returned home, I there was a time when I regretted being a part of it because I. That's wow. Not I, uh, I was going to say, it sounds so like it's still very much with you. It very much haunts you still. You know what I mean? Like not haunts you, but you you it's embedded in your head. You know what I mean? Like that's, that one stuck with you. Absolutely. There were, when I, I'll be honest, and for some of our friends that are in the paranormal community, uh, I'm sure Nicole would probably relate to this as well, being such a powerful psychic medium. When I came back, it was, it was very dark. I fell into a very dark depression for about six months after that. I didn't want any social media. I canceled all of my appearances. I, no public events, no readings. I didn't want any of it. Oh, that's right. Speaking of, yes, uh, speaking of chat, Nicole actually has a question. She wanted to know if you had them remove or did you actually remove the skull? Um, and did the activity cease after or no? Mm. That you know of. Great question. And in fact, I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, had a little trouble hearing that last part. Could you repeat the, the second part of that? Oh, yes, absolutely. She wanted to know if uh, after you left, did the activity cease or did it come back that you know of? The activity ceased. And now here's here's where it gets a little more interesting. And I um, and if and I would love for whenever they're ready, I would love for the family to share their side of things uh, on this. And I know there's going to be a point when they will open up about this more. And I I, I can't wait to hear. Uh, in fact, I talk to them frequently now. We we stay in touch with everyone that we that we work with. But uh, after that, it happened. I actually, I go to, well, let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. Forgive me. So during this time that we're there, the, the boyfriend of the sister takes the skull. This is actually prior to our arrival in, in Massachusetts, takes it back to his father. Now, here's some backstory on this, what, what's come to be known as the cursed relic. Uh, 
is his father was an antique dealer and always had this great collection where he would go to uh, uh, flea markets, uh, traveling, finding old things, old relics, old items, just, just historical pieces. And so for them, it was just a decoration in their home. They knew nothing about it. It was just a beautiful decoration, a decorative piece. So by this time, it's back in the the boyfriend's father's home. And so I go to the home, and we actually go on site uh, to see the skull. And I, I, I'm holding it, uh, connecting with it, connecting with the energy, communicating with it. And the father... Uh, wanted to keep it. So I, I have to be honest, I was, um, I was so, well, after being a part of that experience, I, I was tempted to make an offer because I really wanted to bring it back to Alabama with me. I'm, because I'm weird like that. Yeah. But, but I, disconnecting the entity from the relic was, I, to me, it, it felt completely different. They've not had the experiences since then. So now it's just a skull. Uh, at this point, now it's just uh, just uh, um, uh, well, it's the skull of a ram. It really, it was a ram's head. So, and it was used in uh, ritualistic sacrifices. Uh, the father was saying. So, I met the father, had a chance to meet the father. He was explaining to us that his neighbor at the time, this was maybe fifteen, twenty years ago, had given him the skull as a gift, and they. And that it had been used in ritualistic sacrifices in Kuwait to conjure uh, a demon from their religion, someone that, that they were in the process of worshiping. So that attached oh. the entity to the relic. So when the boyfriend brings this cool ram's head into his girlfriend's home, just thinking it's going to look good on a wall, not realizing that there's an energy and an entity attached to it. So after that clearing, in fact, it was that was drawn out for several days. A uh, lot of follow up after that, but um, now it's just a skull, and so now it's just hanging in there, uh, in their garage at the boyfriend's father's home. Oh no way! Wow, that's pretty wild, <laughs> dude. That, everybody's oh, flipping I, out. People are saying this is like... in Massachusetts. I, I'm tempted to visit it because I'm still oh, tempted yeah. to make it. Now that it's just a skull. Now that it's not a. A cursed skull. Now it's just a skull. I'm I'm tempted to add that to my collection. <laughs> so yeah. I'm hoping that one day I can talk him into it. Oh, that'd be great. It's kind of priceless. I was gonna say, uh, dude, people in chat are lighting up Ross, the king boss. He goes, This is one of Adam's better shows, nice and dark. They usually just have you know, whoever on. Usually a lot of a mediums, like you say, a lot of a lot of people that push the, the white light, which is great, but there is a dark mm-hmm. side, and people kind of like that dark side. Uh Bill. Uh, Bruce Bartley, great show. People are lighting up and chat. I wish you could see it. Oh, thank um, you to everyone. Most of yeah. all, thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> thank oh, you no, no. Nicole, Nicole says there, uh, there thank you for letting me oh, be part of this with you. Absolutely. Uh, Nicole does say thank you for answering all her questions. It's your 50th birthday Monday. Many blessings and happy birthday, Nicole. Oh, happy early birthday, Nicole. Um, let's see. We do have another question. Um, do you have uh, the king, Ross himself? Ross Rapazzo, the King Radio uh, owner and uh, the, the man, he goes, do you have any invent, uh, any mentors or idols that you look up to or have looked up to, Kenneth? Mm, well, I, honestly, I, I do. And I, I wouldn't be where I am. And, I'm, of course, I'm still learning. But, uh, Adam, I look up to you. 
I'm not just saying that because you're my friend. I look up to you with what you do. Ross, I look up to you. Uh, all of these amazing people, anyone who's doing this work in any way, whether our beliefs are the same or different, we're all learning together. I, you know, when I was a little bit about me, when I was growing up uh, in, in the South, uh, in the rural South, in the, here in the Bible Belt, uh, I didn't know what to do with these experiences. And of course, in the South, it was to me, it just felt like it just felt like ministry. So I was a pastor of a church, um, so an ordained minister. By the time I was 19, I was going in the process of beginning seminary. Uh, that was going to be my whole life, and I was just going to go into ministry. And to me, this is still a type of ministry, even though it's a little different these days, <laughs> needless yeah. to say. But yeah. I was in the church world, and that was going to be my whole life. I was in the process of starting seminary, and I had this encounter where uh, it got so intense that uh, the spirits would begin speaking through me, where I would lose control of my own voice. And there, so not realizing at the time that it was actually trans-channeling mediumship, trans-mediumship channeling type of mediumship. So for six days, the, the energy was so strong in my home, in my own room, in my bedroom that I was paralyzed for five days. It was so intense. Wow. Lights flickering, doors opening, closing, slamming shut. Uh, go taken to the, taken to the doctor. I'm shown specialist. We're talking through all of this. It, it only intensifies. So it felt wow. more like possession. Honestly, I'll be honest. Like, it felt a lot like more a paralysis. Like, 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 like a, like a sleep paralysis almost like or almost like like they, they took you over here like as a vessel i guess feeling yeah i know you can relate to that think of that feeling of let's say sleep paralysis or even when someone and i, I know you're familiar with this feeling and I'm, I'm sure the people that are on this chat this great chat with us tonight are familiar with this too you walk into a certain location you know the the feeling of the vibration or the chills down your spine the, the tingle sensation think of that only more magnified to the point where you're numb uh, all over. So it was, it was that feeling of uh, very intense paralysis. And so through that, then I'm starting to see full-figured apparitions. I'm waking up. They're standing beside my bed. We're having conversations. I'm wanting to kill myself, honestly. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really shit. I'm wanting to just, just thank kill God myself. you did, brother. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, there, I, I've thought that a few times since then, honestly. But I'm, I'm thankful for 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 the grace of the spirit for uh, keeping me around. But through all of that, that's when I started to realize that these messages serve a purpose. So went into uh, extensive mediumship development. And I have some, some mentors that I've always looked up to. I'm a member of the Spiritualist National Union in the United Kingdom. It's over the Arthur Finlay College, uh, the psychic college there. And so many people have spoken into my life. For me, I, I wouldn't be who I am without some of their guidance because for me as a just a crazy kid that uh, didn't know what to do and was basically thrown out of the church for being uh, for being a heretic with the things I was seeing but that same energy now once I started to realize that the that the energy served a purpose I mean some of those first events 25 years ago uh, back this month is the 25th year of that first event that we did because I, I thought, I've got to share this with someone. I'm hearing these messages. I don't know how to do this. I was working part-time at a bookstore, uh, trying to put myself through college. And 
had this event, this event downtown and had some people show up. And I just, I didn't know what to call it. The church wouldn't support it. Didn't know what to call it, but delivering these messages to people. And the thing that's so powerful, Adam, that same energy that I was feeling, I I feel it now. I I feel it right now when I'm talking to you is the thing. I feel it on a stage. I feel it. I felt it at the virtual event. I feel it every day. So I'm seeing these things. I'm seeing it right now. But as I'm doing that first event, people start getting out of wheelchairs. And I'm watching these entities, these beings touching people, and they're standing up out of wheelchairs. Now, that sounds crazy, and I know people still today want me dead, or they want me put in a fucking padded cell. Fuck them. I'll kill them. Dude, I would kill anybody for you. (laughs) But I realized through that. That, and that's what I use the analogy when we when we started. You know, the, the analogy of uh, a ventriloquist and a dummy. Who's the yeah. one really doing the work? Is it the dummy or the ventriloquist? It's not the dummy. It's the <laughs> ventriloquist. So I'm just the dummy <laughs> on the stage. I'm just the dummy on the phone. I'm just the dummy doing all of it. And there's something else that's controlling the voice. Does that make sense? So that's why I can't take any credit. And it's not really me trying to be humble or anything. It, it, it's really just being trying to be honest. I can't take the credit for it. So that's how I got into mediumship. And of course, then in those days, you you know, especially in the South, you didn't call it mediumship. To even say that word, you you got death threats. And I did at the time. Uh, Still do sometimes. But, you know, through that, I started to realize and started to learn that these, these messages serve a purpose. And that's what started that journey for me. And of course, I'm still learning. Wow. Like, uh, like Witchin says, which Witchin in chat, that's my girl, Heather Kemenidi, who you're friends with. Heather's a big fan oh, of you. Oh, uh, such a, such a fan by you. Too, and love her show as well. Hi, Heather. Thanks so much for just for doing what you do. Oh, she, yeah, she, she absolutely loves both of you. Um, everybody's just blowing up. Um, your talking is like uh, euphoric. It's like very, you're a great talker. Your voice is there. But, um, I want to touch on that real quick, personally, for me. I remember I'm sound like Stevie Nicks with a tracheotomy. Oh, <laughs> oh shut the fuck up. You're a fucking amazing dude. That's one thing. You beat yourself up too much, which I don't know if that's a negative energy or what, but you definitely don't take credit for things, um, which is a shame because you're. I think you're spectacular. Um, but I, I do got to ask, as, as me, this is from Adam, the historian ghost hunter, the host. Um, being in the South, obviously, like you say, mediumship, spiritualism, um, outside of the Catholic or, or baptism is, is kind of a, a sin. They don't believe in talking mm-hmm. to the That's kind of voodoo almost. That's a tough mm-hmm. obstacle to pass where you're at. Uh, Alabama, right? You said Birmingham? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm here in, Betsy in Birmingham, Alabama. Betsy checks in from Arkansas. She's in Colorado, but she's from Arkansas. She says, hola, Southerner. Um, but where you're from, the Bible Belt, like she said, they're kind of shun against that, that spiritualism stuff. You agree? Yeah, it, it's true. It really is true. The um, honestly, the, the truth is, what I found then, all those years ago, is you know, and, and it, I'll be honest, there was a time, a period in my life where I tried to still make it fit into the church world, and I have the utmost respect. All of my friends that are listening right now from all over the world, various different faiths, religions, beliefs, um, have the utmost respect for all of those beliefs. But for me, I, there was a time when I tried to make it fit because that was the world that I knew and it was comfortable for me. So there was a time when you know you, you can say angels and people love that. You can call it prophecy. People love that. That fits in pretty well. 
But when you start saying that it's mom and dad or grandma in the spirit world talking to you and that you're talking to the dearly departed, for some reason the church, <laughs> they shy away from that. <laughs> they want to put you in a safe jacket in a padded room somewhere. <laughs> they don't want to hear from you. They're kind of, oh, he's got to get... And that's kind of what you touched on earlier, where um, sometimes mental disabilities, is it... And I don't mean to cut you off, but is it linked to... Like, are these people that hear voices, are they crazy? Or do they actually hear voices? And then we dumb them down with pills to make them not hear it. And they're more special than we are. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. You can touch no, on that, all that's a great point. It's a great point. I think I honestly believe, and I, I, I have to stand by this. I, I honestly believe with what you just said, Adam, I think it's a discussion that needs to be had. I don't you think said that earlier, yeah. people had that discussion. You know, there's the place for the medical diagnosis, and that's valid. It's it's needed, but then there's also that aspect of you know to the experiencer, the person having the experience, their experiences are valid, and so whether it's valid to us or valid to the medical community, valid to religion, to the experiencer, the person that's having the experience, that experience is valid, and I'm so honored to get to do what I do because you know regardless of what I believe or and that's irrelevant. I'm not out here trying to preach to people or tell them what to believe. But regardless of what I believe, whatever they believe, when they go to these places, I, I'm so honored I get to go to these dark places with them. Because with this, you know, it's, I think that's the message from what I see in the spirit world is that we're not alone in this. We're not alone, whether it's the the mental health conversation, whether it's the traumatic conversation. You know, it's it's traumatic to have these experiences and i sometimes i i shared i shared this with someone just a moment ago at the at the live event you know there's this passage of scripture in the in the holy bible of the christian religion where the disciples come to jesus in this passage of scripture and uh, talking about what are what's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world it's the 24th chapter of the, the gospel of matthew and in the original language in in Keon greek it's it's powerful the word isn't what we're thinking that it is. In the original translation, it's actually parousia, which means present. So the original wording is not talking about the end of the world. It's talking about signs of the presence of the Spirit in the new age. And so I always say this to people, that there's nothing more Christian than a good fucking seance. <laughs> if you really want to know, there's really nothing more Christian than a <laughs> King, you gotta rack that comment. I gotta fucking replay that at some point. That's a killer comment. It's <laughs> rack that comment, King. <laughs> That's a good one. We're, um, for those of you just tuning in, we got some people coming in chat late and everything. And like I said, it'll be up tomorrow on YouTube, on on Spotify, on on iTunes, all that good stuff. We're talking live right now to Medium Kenneth Drake. Um, I talked to him before, loving the paranormal. First time on the episode of the show. Um, Kenneth, um, we got about 25 minutes left. We can go a little over, so we'll say about a half, half hour or so. But I want to plug some shit for those of you listening halfway through. Where can people find you and find your tour, find you and Alex? Is there any certain page? I know, but I want the folks at home to know. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you so much for that. I'm, I'm so honored. Absolutely, thank brother. You thank you for coming on, by the way. It's a fucking joy to have you on. You're, you're one of the true men and people and humans in this field that I could literally be like, here's $10,000. I'll be back in a year to get it. I would trust you with my firstborn son. Like, I don't just bullshit you, dude. Like you and me have, you've been together with me in my lowest times when I wasn't having a radio show. So I appreciate well, you, uh, Ken, Kenneth Drake. The thing is, Adam, and I mean this, not just, not just because I have the honor of being a guest on your 
great show tonight, but I mean this because I know you as a man, as a person, as my friend, that you, with your passion, with what you, you with what you do, what you bring to the table, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that's the spirit world calling you. And that's what you're doing for the world. And that's why, you think that's so? why it's taking off the way it is. That's why you have this amazing spotlight the way you do. And the same for Ross and, and anyone who's doing this in their well, own Well, I'm going to ask you, is it weird that when I go by these cemeteries and buildings, I almost feel like there's a little boy or something in me pulling me, hey, pull over. Take a picture of that stone. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, real mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. the other day I pulled over in Oxford, Maine. And um, what the hell is his name? Something Franklin, not Benjamin Franklin, but something else. He's like the 14th president. He taught in a schoolhouse in the spot, and there's a little marker on a rock. 14th president of the United States, Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce taught yeah. here in a one-room schoolhouse with the disabled in 1843. It's a little rock in the middle of nowhere, and no one knows about it. And it's in Maine where I live, and I fucking found it because something called me there. Wow. Is that crazy? <laughs> it's, it's, is it crazy? Again, <laughs> it's, yeah, just, I, for me, that's more confirmation that that's the spirit world calling you. That, that that to be confirmed. Oh, that. I appreciate that. That's the spirit world that. calling you. You know, and, and, and with all of these experiences that people have, and I, I hear, I get to hear these stories, I've heard these stories for 25 years, whether it's on a call with someone or whether it's at, at uh, after the, the live events that we, we do, I always like to get to talk to people and answer any questions that they have. But it's, it's one of those things where no matter what someone's background is, no matter what the experiences are, no matter what their religious belief is, or if there is a religion, or if there's not, it doesn't matter. That spirit speaks a universal language, and it's keeping us all together. And, and that's what I love. It's so she takes my breath away. I get choked up. Even oh, up. you're so passionate. You are such a passionate soul. You and Alex, um, she's a great companion. You are such a great duo uh let's get back on to you let's promote you a little bit where can people find you i'm sorry my add brought me off track oh well, no, thank you so if you're out there you could visit me on facebook connect with me on facebook just send me a friend request i also have the page uh the medium kenneth drake page so you can join me there uh stay up to date with everything we've got the tour coming up uh, yes talk in. about the tour please um heather was trying to share a picture we can't get Seem to get it. We're trying to get it. Did you have to share it? Okay, Heather did share it, the picture of your, your 25th anniversary tour. Where can people find that? Get tickets. Is there a webpage? Oh, yes. All of that. You can see all of that on my Facebook page. Uh, so if you go to Facebook, it's Medium Kenneth Drake. Uh, you can find me there. Connect with me there. And uh, so that's going to be coming up. Uh, it's, it's funny. Actually, Alexand- I, I sometimes joke that Psychic Medium Alexandria Saar has the never-ending tour. <laughs> She's actually on tour now. She'll be in North Carolina just in the coming days. But I'm uh, going to have the honor of joining her for some of the select dates later in fall. So I'm going to be in. I'll be coming to Quincy, Massachusetts, uh, Arlington, Cambridge. And I'll be coming back around uh, October places on the East Coast in North Carolina. So uh, that's going to, and then that's going to be uh, it as far as. So after this year, that's going to be that's going to be it as far as uh, live theater style events. Well, um, be, or still be involved with uh, you know, friends such as yourself, and still be doing you know. Uh, getting to connect with people not as much but um, you know there are just well, there are I, so many I, voices I, I gotta cut you I gotta cut you off I gotta cut you off I know you're behind the scenes obviously Oh, absolutely. And I got to cut you off, not to be rude, you know me. But um, you are psychic medium, so you probably already know this. But Heather already knows that you're coming to uh, Massachusetts in October. So that means me and her are going to kidnap you and Alex and bring you to Salem for the night, I think, and have dinner. 
Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I got to meet and, you. I got to meet you, brother. You. you know, we were, I don't know if you remember this or not, but when we first connected on KCOR, back in the KCOR day, yes. we were yes. up live in the paranormal. We talked about that. We've never been able to do it, but uh, let's do it. Let's make that happen this time. Please. So, you're, you're yes. brother. I mean, you're I getting recorded, brother. <laughs> COVID hit. You were on Love Like the Paranormal. COVID hit. I got in my car accident. Shit happened with you. Obviously, life with me, the whole nine. And um, so hopefully, God willing, in October, um, me and Heather can come pay and see you live. We'll get tickets um, and, and maybe bring you in and, uh, and Alexandria. Alexandria, right? I want to say her name right. Uh, yeah. I'll t- t- tell you what. No tickets needed. If you guys are in oh, Massachusetts, both of you come. No, all that, we're buying you dinner, and we're gonna go to the Hawthorne Hotel and get I want to see. I want to bring you where the witches were hung, my friend. I want to see it. I, I, I every it's, it's so funny. People think that I'm joking when I say this. Every time I get to be in Massachusetts, it's either for an event or for a meeting, or you know, I, I don't have time really. Stop uh, it! Not, not you close. haven't been to Salem. Stop it! I, I've been through there, but I've never gotten to oh. actually tour that area the way that I want. Uh, and that's, that's oh, me and Heather are gonna pop your cherry, motherfucker! Oh, do <laughs> <laughs> I need it? I need it. I've been I've been craving it. You know, now that oh. I'm, I'm not going to be doing the more public things as much. I, I was telling Alexandria this just the other day. This is now is the time of my life where I'm going to enjoy it for myself. You really are kind of, um, I noticed you're winding down. You've done so, so much at such a young age. You're not exactly 90 years old, but, oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, Betsy. Betsy rolls with the searchers. Shane Pittman from the Holzer Files and stuff. She rolls a lot with Josh Purvis. She's chiming in. Hi, Betsy Lou. She's got a question. Off the wall question, Kenneth. Have you seen any angels? Um, and if so, um, is your interpretation of them, uh, what do you get from them? I'm sorry that that last part, Betsy. Thank you so much for for being here. Thank you uh, well, for, for yes, having the me. The last part is what is your interpretation? Uh, what is your interpretation of angels? Um, if you see them, what do you get from them? Like, how do you feel from that if mm. you see them? Mm. Great question. Great question. In fact, I I'm gonna now. This is one thing that I I will plug for myself. Okay, <laughs> so I, I don't really <laughs> go ahead, brother. I actually have a book coming out. It's going to be coming out. Oh, he's an years. author, everybody. He's an author. Well, well, it's my, uh, when, it, when I got asked to do that, uh, just as a way to talk about 25 years, about how are we going to put this in one book? But the book is called Branded by Spirits, A Life Between Worlds. And on the cover, it's actually an angel. I chose that artwork myself. Love it. But for, for me, you know, I, I think of, and this is, it's, it's, it's such a great question, Betsy. Thank you. And thank you for, for being here tonight. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. And thank you for that great question. For me, I think of angels, that term angels, as so tied to the paranormal, you know, what we would consider the paranormal. Of course, I know the paranormal itself is such a broad term, you know, but I, I think of the role of angels in the paranormal because you know, think of in, in ancient religions, whether it's Christianity and uh, in, in various world religions, whenever there's an account of an angel showing up to someone, what's the first thing they always say? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Fear not. Don't be afraid. So that means in some aspect of things, when we, you know, we talk about angels, it gives us the butterflies. But when we actually experience angels, it scares the fucking shit out of us. 
So there's some element of horror even with angels, <laughs> you, you know, and some calling. Yeah, great question, Betsy. <laughs> we're being called by heaven, quote unquote, angels, quote unquote. And it's funny, I, I, I think of angels in the term of uh, that term in Greek, angelos, just meaning messengers. So whether it's, you know, whether it's a loved one from spirit bringing encouragement, whether it's uh, these powerful warring entities that were so, I think, influential in any possession case, home clearing case, uh, I, th- I think they're absolutely around us. I think they're always with us, um, whether whether we view them in the uh, religious context or not. I think that there's there's always that connection. Now, and this is going to sound uh, Strange, and Adam, if you will let me do this, I, I wasn't planning on. Honestly, wasn't planning. We're on gonna doing go this. over. If you don't mind, we'll go five or ten minutes over the hour. Then we're good with that. I mean, I'm five feeling that over. power when when Betsy asked that question. Um, Adam, there. This is probably just because I came from a live event just a minute ago, so I still feel that power. What's your connection to a rose? A woman that's near you called Rose. Do you have a connection to a rose that would be on your mother's side? Are you actually serious right now? I mean, you don't know me that well. I, my grandmother, my, my grandmother died two months before my mom. My ninety-five-year-old Italian grandmother, Rose Pacelli, died. My mom took care of her and died three. I'm gonna cry. Shit. My mom died a month after my grandmother Rose. How the fuck would you know that? I have never posted a picture or said my that name in my life on Facebook. Or to you. That's impressive, everyone listening. That's fucking astonic. I'm sorry. My mind is blown right now. Plus, I smoked a big joint and I I remember two beers down, but wow. I wasn't going to do that. Wow. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry, brother. That's astonishing. That's my grandmother coming through, my Italian grandmother. You seem like you're Italian. I was going to ask you that earlier. You seem like you have Italian descent. (laughs) It's it's funny because whenever I feel this power from this event that I felt earlier it, 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 and again I'm just the I'm just the dummy I'm just there's a ventriloquist pulling the string you're not here. a dummy not. No, no. well maybe and you know, as the people in the Illuminati say Mariah Carey and stuff they still sold their soul to the devil supposedly they're dummies but dude no fucking one I think Heather just looked at me next to me Heather say hi Rocky. hello everybody <laughs> Heather witch in nature um she looked at me when you said Rose I've never made a Facebook post my sister Sarah knows Wow. Now, would, would you, and I need to, if you'll let me, I want to stay here just for one, just for one second. Holy um, fuck, my jaw's on the ground, so go ahead. Would you know, she's talking about, would she have a granddaughter that would have an E in the name or a name that starts with an E? She's talking about the girl, the granddaughter with an E name. Who is that? Ella. Would you, would you my sister her? Sarah's daughter's Ella. My, my sister, that is her granddaughter. That's her great-granddaughter. Ella, she's fucking seven. She's my little granddaughter. She rides dirt bikes and shit. She's like 12, I think. I don't maybe she she's 12 now. Uh, shit, I'm bad with name oh. numbers, but holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Ross, I hope you're recording this. Yeah, well, I love Ross it. I love well. it. <laughs> I, I feel it right now. I love it. Hey, listen. Wow. Just, just know, I think honestly, with what, something that you shared with me, Adam, about this this miracle that you shared well, with me. I've never told you that, though, off Facebook. I've never, I've never listened to that. I think that's just their way of wanting to acknowledge that they're behind that. They're a part of it, and they're proud as hell of you. Holy how far you come and hold it. Because I just I would have said it just the way I'm hearing it from uh, from Rose. She's saying, uh, thanks, baby, for holding on the way you did. I just need to You know what's funny? She, she, she loved Frank Sinatra. What Frank Sinatra say? Thanks, baby. Always. Yeah. <laughs> 
Come on, Dennis. Get the uh, fuck out of here. I'm too stoned for this shit. Who's glass in the hell is Cooper in the spirit world? Who the hell? My mom loved Alice Cooper every every last day of school from fucking elementary school to senior in high school in Lisbon High where Stephen King went to high school. She played schools out for summer. I could hear it from the bus stop walking fucking home in the trailer park. <laughs> Are Alice you fucking me? Cooper, Are you Kenneth. fucking kidding me? I, dude, I got goosebumps the size of your fucking face it? right now. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. I'm just going for this. Just know, my friend. Just know. Some of the things that you shared with me, as far as you know, your big miracle that you're coming into, and this amazing new home that you're just about to move into, I think that's just their way of saying, uh, oh, "Thanks for holding on." God Wait, damn, I love you, man. I love you, brother. You fucking made my night. I'm moving up to Bangor, Maine, everybody. I'm moving up north where Stephen King lives in Bangor, a little up past it, a little shithole town with like population 300 people in a trailer park by train tracks and water. And I'm going to sit there and grow weed and relax and enjoy life and go and get a camper. And thank live you so much. Dream. Wow. Man, like man, dream. Dude, um, I want to touch base on some more shit, but my mind's so blown right now. Like I can't even pick it up in pieces. What's your, uh, shit. I can't think. What's your favorite type of music, brother? What do you jam out to? I, I picture you as like, um, I don't know, European metal, maybe, or like um, a soft rock. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you and I have a lot of that in common. I can already tell. <laughs> I can already oh, tell. Damn, my mind's yeah, fucking blown. I have a pretty eclectic taste. I, just the other day, I got to see Smashing Pumpkins. They came to Birmingham, so oh, I love everything from killer. '90s all to uh, Swedish death metal. <laughs> I, I like a little bit of everything. What do you? What do you? Um, you must meditate. What do you, or or relax? What do you? Pink Floyd, or do you go deeper, just instrumental, or just silence? You mean? Uh, I'm sorry, that, that I lost you, my brother. That well, last you, part if, again. If you like meditate, do you, do you listen to anything? Do you listen to silence, instrumental music with no words? Pink Floyd, maybe something, or do you just zone out? Mm. Well, that's a great question. A little, little bit of all of it, honestly. You know, people think that I, um, it, and people are shocked when I say this. I, I honestly don't have a set practice that i that i do no um, rituals sometimes wow. it, it can be anything from fleetwood max to uh smashing pumpkins to uh manson i mean it, it could be anything because i just I, love I, that. I feel it it, it is just such an intense way so mu music for me is my meditation so that's that's personal to me so i, I love all of it oh i Listen, love I, that. Did, um, I see, did i see you make an acid witch post on your page yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I knew you were my brother. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I, they're from Detroit. Yeah, they sing about like the, the the Nain Rouge, which is a cryptozoology type creature, a little red devil, and and it's Halloweeny. It's about witchcraft. Which I gotta ask you, shit. And we, King, it's nine oh two, but we can go over. King's good shit. I run the show. It's Friday night to eight. My King loves me. Um, hey, it's Friday night. Friday night house party. <laughs> people are loving it. Uh, and there is, yeah, that's right. Earl, Earl Morgan's got a question. Um, what's on your bucket list locations? Thank you, Earl. Great question. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, shit, I was going to go somewhere. Do you dabble in witchcraft? Do you believe in that? Do you just do you, do you respect it and just leave it alone? What's your deal with witchcraft? Mm -hmm. I, I do. I do. I, I, I have a lot of respect for it. With, with what I do, I... I feel like there's such a, a such a blending, really, 
you look at uh, now, of course, here here in the United States, when we think of spiritualism, most people think of what we refer to as the advent of modern spiritualism. Of course, the Fox Sisters, Hides, Hydesville, upstate New York, uh, Rochester, upstate New York, yeah, uh, Kate, Maggie Fox. So that's what many people call uh, modern spiritualism. But if you trace that back, there's such a tie to British spiritualism, which would be some of the old religions, even with the Dianic religions, uh, fertility cult religions, uh, that are some religions that are considered fertility cult religions, worshiping the goddess, the god and goddess. So I, that's it's it's so personal to me uh, because it, it really in some way helps to shape my worldview. Um, I'm not initiated into a particular lineage. And I always, whenever I talk about the craft, I always want to just out of respect to my friends that are initiated. I always want to uh, just give that disclaimer that I'm personally by choice, not initiated into, into any particular tradition, but uh, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I really do. I've got a lot of friends that are, and uh, I learned so much from them, honestly. I love that. So you're spiritual. I mean, you got your thing, but you're open and you respect all of it. And I think that's honestly do. That's why Salem's your calling because everything rolls in Salem. The satanic uh, temple's there. You know I can't mean? wait. When, when we're there in, uh, in in October, there for Halloween, that's going to be crazy. I was going to say, so so the dates and stuff are all on your page. The prices, people can order them now and reserve seats. Yes, uh, tickets are on sale now. We still have uh, tickets for, um, I believe Quincy tickets are still available for that. I believe the VIP option. I think that's, that may be sold out, but, uh, Cambridge, I believe tickets are still available for that also. And then we're also going to be adding one more event. Uh, I'll get to be a part of this one too, at some point in Raleigh, uh, more than likely November or December. And that's going to be, that's going to close out the, the East coast events there, but yeah, we're going to sell out quick. The area, if you're out there, would love to see you. Would love to meet you, talk to you in person, get to get to know oh. you, come have a drink. You know, <laughs> Heather's looking up sites now. We've been to Quincy. Quincy's where the USS Salem battleship is. Uh, Ninety-eight people died um, on there. I've I've been by there, but I've never gotten the chance to be on board. I want to go. So many great paranormal cool. things there in Massachusetts. Ooh, yeah. Well, John Quincy Adams was born there. Of course, John Adams, the second president, and John Quincy Adams was a president. His son. That's why that town's named that. Plus, that's the uh, first ever Dunkin' Donuts. That's where Dunkin' Donuts started. Oh, so then, that, that's true. Alexandria told me that. I, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, Alice Obscura, see? Oh, she's my girl. We get some good shit in common. She's a good shit. Um, she's quiet. You're both really quiet. You're both really, um, you don't beat your chest. And that's why I wanted you on my show, because I want to beat your chest for you. That sounds weird. Um, <laughs> but I want, I want to expose you guys. And you guys are well known anyway. But if I can help fucking if 10 people subscribe or whatever, man, I did my job, um, you know, well, so I, uh, I, I'm honored. I'm, I'm honored. I've, uh, even though I've done this for a while, I've, people think I'm joking when I say this, I mean it. I'm any, anything good about me. It's, it's all come from behind the scenes. So no, 25 years ago, the spirit world chose this crazy kid and <laughs> gave him some <laughs> crazy experiences and, uh, still get to live that dream all these years later. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for, um, I, I can't say it enough. I, uh, it's all because of them. And thank you to great friends like you, Ross, great friends like you for what you do. You inspire me. So you had, oh. one of the questions earlier was, do, do I have a hero? Yeah. It's people like you. <laughs> I mean that. 
He's true. He sounds like he's just a kiss-ass bullshitter, but this fucking cat's real because he'll tell you to fuck off, too. If you follow Kenneth Drake, he'll tell you what's up. If you don't like his shit, get Ben. If you're down with him, he's got your back. And I've always been there with you. You've stuck with me since Love, Light, and the Paranormal. Um, King says we can go until about 9.15, so uh, if you're willing to. i got a couple questions real quick for you that I've been meaning to get to. Um, like like um, we said earlier, we had a question. What was your bucket list location? Is there a place in America and or just Europe, any place that you'd love to get to before anything happens or whatever? Mm, that's that's such a, such a great question. I would, For me, I would love to uh, really spend a lot more time in um, the British Isles, the history of that area, even, even just throughout the UK. I've, I've, uh, that for me, if, if I could just spend a few months there, that would mean a lot to me. I may mm-hmm. not have a chance to do that yet the way I would like to, but uh, also Italy. There's something about... Um, I, I love all of my Italian friends. I learned so much from my Italian friends about spirituality, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I learned this too. This is a Southern thing. Uh, don't ever call it sauce. It's gravy. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, it, 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 really? <laughs> Good to know. I'm dying I, didn't, to get I, didn't, I didn't know that until, until I started doing events with some of my Italian friends. Don't ever call it spaghetti sauce. It's it's gravy. I didn't <laughs> So sometimes we'll have these Italian grandma ghosts come and just knock the shit out of me and say, don't talk about sauce. It's gravy. But see these Italian grandma ghosts that are just in the kitchen making gravy <laughs> talking about their special sauces. I would love to spend more time in Italy, too. Uh, think oh. about... Uh, yeah, I th- even with with tarot cards, uh, which I use sometimes in in readings. One of my favorite decks is uh, it's the Italian. Ooh, that was gonna be uh, my other question. What's some of your tools? That was gonna be some of my other questions. You use, do you use dowsing rods and cards? That was gonna be my other question. Good deal. Mm, I, I I do. I I I don't typically use those things, but uh, sometimes there are people that want reading like that. So I always, uh, if someone requests that, I do. Uh, I don't use that in mediumship, uh, just with what I typically do, but um, I'm really drawn. I, I like it just because of the art. I've got decks. I'm looking at a few decks right here. I've got uh, Ouija boards here because I just like the artwork. I like the way it looks. <laughs> so I've got it for Aww. decoration here in my office. But I love the uh, the good Italian uh, decks. I, I get a lot from that. I love that. Everybody in chat saying, what a great show. Uh, Heather shared your link to the medium Kenneth Drake events. Charles Fulton says, great show, very informative. Nicole, great show. George Cannon says, great show. Earl Morgan, uh, Betsy, all you guys in chat, thank you so much. I'm sorry if I missed a lot of questions. We're going to have medium Kenneth Drake on the vodcast. I'm coming back in June. You'll probably be honestly one of my first shows in my new place, which will be great on a Tuesday. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're actually going to get uh, Alexandria and myself together, I think, for a vodcast. I'm in a lucky treat. If I'm lucky enough that night, I'll get Heather as a co-host and we'll have a little foursome. That sounds weird. I meant oh, four. four well, you don't have to be met four ways. Oh, that sounds weird, too. I meant, you know, you do so much together, and I, I love it. Oh, we love you, and we love your support, and definitely bring on anything you want to show off that night, any relics. That fucking skull would have been great if you can get that in time. Oh, my God. Listen, I may have to, I may have to try to Pitch another <laughs> offer to get that skull before your vodcast. Um, because, uh, we got about five yeah, minutes well, left. You know, be, Is there anything you want to touch happen, on? But actually, you you going to see the skull with me in Massachusetts? I don't know if that could happen or not. But 
Oh my god damn. You you want to see a grown man fucking have an orgasm in his jeans? Oh boy. That would be, that would be Why do you think I want to buy the damn thing? Oh, <laughs> I love you, man. If you see this but, thing, if you actually hold this, you, you'll know what I mean. I mean, I know you already oh, do. But yeah. Oh, boy. We got about three and a half minutes left. Is there anything you want to give a shout out to anybody? You think you, I'm going to have you back on this show, too. And I'm going to have um, your partner on in about a month or so in July, I believe. A show. But I'm going to have you both on the podcast at that time as well. But for now, uh, about three minutes left. Anything you want to bring up? Thank show? Talk about? Just most of all, want, want to say thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for being my friend. Ross, uh, the king himself, the living legend, the king of the paranormal. Ross, <laughs> thank you for letting me be a part of this tonight. What you do with Paranormal King Radio, the world needs it. I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. Definitely a fan of his historically haunted show. So most of all, thank you. I mean, it's all been said. Thank you. Wow, this guy, I do not pay him. I tell you, just listening to him, um, you're very modest, but you're very one to give credit where credit's due. And like the whole thing about bringing up historical sites, I see you liking my post, you and Alex, uh, Alexandria. I keep saying Alex for short. I don't mean to. But you guys really like the stuff. And, 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 and I appreciate that because you don't do this often. This is very rare. This is like Vince McMahon, man. This is like Donald Trump. He doesn't do many interviews. I get to have the luxury of having me. <laughs> Seriously, brother, you're a busy cat. And you're, uh, usually, I'm usually, well, the thing is, usually if I'm booked for something, usually I get too drunk to go out on stage. So that's, uh, usually <laughs> I, that's why I have to come uh, Yeah, drunk. I asked you months ago. You were busy. You had shit going on. Tonight you had a show, and you're like, fuck, I'm going to pull double duty. It's Friday in spring, and I'm honored. Um Hard copy will be up on Spotify, on Anchor FM, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all that good shit tomorrow, as well as my YouTube channel, Historically Haunted. Check that out, and I'll put it on Facebook. Um, and I guess we're good to go. Um, shit, man. That, that fucking flew by. Medium Kenneth Drake, it's been an honor, brother. <laughs> it's been my honor. Adam, I love you. Heather, I love you. Ross, I love you. Everyone in chat, thank you so much for putting up with me tonight. Thanks for having me. Love you. I'll see you soon. She just blew you kisses. I love you too, brother. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Paranormal King Radio Network. This is a historically haunted show with the one and only fantastic medium, Kenneth Drake. Um, check him out on Facebook or get the fuck out of here. <laughs> love you guys. Thanks for listening. God bless. Take care of each other. Later, historians. Hello, this is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknown. <laughs>